Yo, 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 what's welcome? Welcome y'all to the Red Zone Dining League podcast. It's your boy Jock, and we got and we got a we got a guest with us tonight. And we yes, also sir. got the rest of the guys. So what's up, Joe? Yo, what's up, Joe? What's up with you? Yo, 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 what's up, man? Catching dubs over here like usual. <laughs> yo, Matt, Matt, what it do, what it do? Hey, what up, baby? You know, it's, it's your boy Matt, aka Wookie, aka the Prince that was promised. AKA Zay too easy to beat. How y'all doing? That's crazy to call me. Zay. Yo, Zay, Owen too. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod, bro. Thank you. Thank you. I would be in better spirits if I wasn't Owen too. Hey, it happens to the best of us. Uh, bro, I mean, it's, it's wild, bro. Just it's like, well, since we got you on, man, just tell us about, like, you know, Tell us about your season last year. And just think, and just you know, just give us kind of like a little quick overview of your team this year, man. You know, starting out kind of like in a little hole right now, on two, but it's still early. It's still early, but just uh, to break it down for you. Yeah, no. Last year I came in. I I think, in my opinion, it was one of the worst teams to get picked up. Uh, but I no, I flipped it. I flipped it around. I was able to realize that scoring from defense was crazy. So I picked the I my that team that went went to the championship was just all defense. There was, like, no offense on that team. But my goal in the offseason was to build my offense, and I thought I did a pretty good job coming in this season, but I just had a tough beginning schedule, and then people just didn't perform. It's been a sloppy beginning to the NFL anyways. You're not wrong there. Yeah. So my my players haven't performed how I wanted them to, but hopefully I could bounce back, bounce back against Jacques this week, catch a dub. <laughs> oh, that's a rough bounce back, bro. <laughs> yeah, you telling me. Oh, three is a hell of a record, uh, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, just I mean, what I will say too, though. I mean, last last week my team's offense struggled pretty bad too, because it was at one point where I was like in a nail biter against one of the young bucks. So, I mean, you never know, bro. You never know how these weeks go. But um, but even you know, you know, even if you do end up on three. I mean, it's still early in the season, so you know anything can happen. You know, you can easily turn it around. I mean, I think the good thing, I think the lucky thing, and the good thing for you is that the only the the only other team in the division like really strong is also zero two. Yeah. So, so. And no disrespect <laughs> either to uh to the other two in the uh, Staten Island Pizza Rats and Philadelphia Bullies, but I mean. Philadelphia on, they they don't stand a chance Philadelphia either, Bullies. against either of us. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Philadelphia Bullies is Philadelphia Bullies is two and zero right now. And I mean he refuses to trade me Mike Boone and I can't figure out why he wants to trade me Mike <laughs> That's all we know about him right now. Bro, you could offer me a hundred dollars and I would not even know what team he was on. I would have to say the Broncos, but exactly. I'm probably wrong. Exactly. That's why I was like, why don't you say me Mike Boone? What's the fucking problem? Nah, if you look, I'm not I'm <laughs> not worried hilarious. about I'm not worried about Or the about Vikings? Nah, he's on the uh the Texans. Yeah, the see Texans. I thought he was on the Broncos. See <laughs> see, I I lost a hundred bucks. Quick fast. Okay. Yeah, but no, Jocks. What were you saying, Joe? That's all we need to know about our future, our boy Philadelphia Bullies. He, Mike Boone, untradeable Mike Boone. That's crazy. Right. You might as well make that his nickname. Yep. But not Jock's right. I'm not worried about either other team in my division besides 
Lance mm-hmm. Dobbins, and he's also 0 and 2. So if you look mm-hmm. at their points favored, they've yep. only had 269. I've I've had the most points in my division favored for uh points favored. And I, I mean, just think it's crazy be, that both yeah. people in the championship are 0 and 2. Mm, might be a little suspect of a team yeah. now. <laughs> That's crazy. But uh, if you do look, I talked about last week. Uh, you look at the um, Hail Mary side, which was thought before the season to be the stronger side between the Hail Mary and the Shotgun division. The Hail Mary side, it's like all the good good teams are almost 0-2. Like Jimmy Sweat, uh, City Girl, Dobbins, Zay, 0-2. Who else is that? A bunch of 1-1s also. But Yeah, I, I was just about to mention, I just realized my division, the other three are all 0-2 and, and I'm 2-0. But these shotgun teams over here, they ain't fucking around. <laughs> Viker came out of nowhere. He's like, I got this, guys. No way. I'm going to actually be an okay team. Yeah, but he's still got no He's the only team with no logo. Oh, yeah. We might have to start, we might have to start ragging on his ass. Yeah. So, uh, but I have to say, though, I mean, like – Definitely the Vikings, definitely like the early season, like surprise. I mean, you know, we're only three weeks in, but I mean, I would have never, I wouldn't, yeah, he's, I wouldn't, he surprised never the shit out of me. I would have put money, yeah, I yeah, would have put right? money down that he wouldn't have started 2 0. No, Lil Ch- Chucky is my surprise because I didn't think he was going to start 2 0. Shit, my, my surprising my damn self. <laughs> You just talk too much, Matt, so we can't put you as a surprise. <laughs> hey, that's you what fantasy was built on, baby. Hey, at oh, least yeah. I'm backing that shit yeah. up, though. Some of the teams will definitely start to peel off, like the Chicago O's is 2-0, and oh, and it's like, yeah, you'll probably end up with, like, three wins by the end of the season. Right? Yeah. So, it's like, like it's kind of like the Cowboys. They start with an easy schedule. That's how it goes sometimes. You can play off and can't get over 17 points. Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, calling on my boys too much <laughs> right now. Like I have, we they haven't played either of your teams yet. Hey, but we do, baby. We do. I know. I can't. I can't wait for that Dolphins. Ooh, I'm probably gonna you be there. Hopefully, but you know, playoffs. What I'm talking about. That's true. Hey, everything's different. Look at look at Joe. Joe speaks from experience. That's why that yeah, man won every go. game in their damn regular season and just got bounced. Down to the playoffs. <laughs> I know what it's like. Yeah, bro, and there's no there's no, no but, worse feeling when you know your team is like the, like the best or one of the best, and then that shit just gets bounced because of a bad week. <laughs> I'm just surprised Joe traded me Kayvon Thibodeau because that's the one that saved one of your playoff games last year. Oh, I do fucking remember that, bro. Holy shit! I, I as soon as you said that, I remember it now. That is yeah. Crazy. Joe was losing by like thirty points, and then Kayvon Thibodeau got what pick six. Yes. Yeah, he went for like forty. But I mean, I, I you know he's a good player, but I just don't think he'll ever be like a top eight de- defensive end like in the league. He's a solid player though. He can like sporadically get you those points. Yeah. So so one thing I want to I do want to ask y'all about. So I mean, there's been a lot of trades that have that have kind of like transpired like over the course of like the last I probably say like over like the last four four or five days, three four days. Um. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your, what's your guys' opinions on the importance of defensive guys when it comes down to when you're trying to make trades or like filling those certain spots? So like for instance, we've had a lot of trades that have had like DBs, like guys are 
you know, swapping four players for the, for two strong DBs or, you know, linebackers, of course, because we know linebackers, you know, put up points in bunches for the most part, as long as they're healthy. But, um, but for like a lot of the newer teams that are making these trades, like, what do you think is that, what would be any advice you would give to them for the importance of defensive guys? And I'll start with you, Matt. Well, that, I mean, that's just simple because that's the only thing that's been keeping my team together. Literally last week, um, I was dead in the water unless Alex Highsmith fucking clutch put the team on his damn back. Greg Jennings style. Mm-hmm. So I always, that, you know, I think, I think most of us have been saying defense wins championships, especially in this league. Mm-hmm. You know, all my guys, that's, the only, that's literally the only reason I'm winning. These guys, I, I would have to look, but I bet you my, like I said, I scored 202 points back-to-back weeks, and I think my defense accounts for at least half of that shit. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zay? What, you, what, what, would, you, what uh, would be your opinion on it? My thing is I tell everybody when they go for defensive players, don't go for the name because the name doesn't mean everything in this league. It's the tackles. Like last year I had uh, Rashawn Evans. He was a bad linebacker last mm-hmm. year. Most bubble, He had tackles because he was always getting beat in coverage. My thing is I don't chase the names when it comes to defense. You just need someone that consistently shows that they put up tackles a year. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest thing. Because everybody ch- it seems like a lot of people chase names in this league. Mm-hmm. What you, yeah, what you no. think, Joe? You're on mute, Joe. My bad, y'all boys. Defense <laughs> is, um, I guess, you know, it's solid. It's just not as important to me just because it's a lot easier to find those starters. Like, it's very easy to find the defensive back to start and plug in. Like, they, we were looking after week one, there were seven or eight that are starting DBs that you could just throw in your lineup just on the waivers. So DBs aren't really that mm-hmm. valuable to me. I just have fun with, like, the ones I'm grabbing. That's for me. That's what I do with my defense. It's just I, like, won't have fun with the players I'm getting. Like, I'll get a guy I just like. Just because, like I said, it's not – like, I can even find these players anywhere. But, like, obviously you don't want, like, shit. But I think they are a little overvalued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that uh, I think the, the thing about the defensive players, I think like especially like with the newer teams, you can kind of band aid, you can kind of band aid yourself a team together. Like if you just you know if you make some pretty good pickups on defense, but I think also thing too though one thing I've been noticing, I think like a lot of teams are like mortgaging their future, like for the sake of defensive players. When it's like man, if you hold on to that pick or you know, you can trade you know. There's a lot of offensive guys on a lot of teams that are in the midst of like a rebuild that you could probably pick up, you know, a decent offensive, maybe even two decent offensive guys for that same pick. Because I think somebody traded somebody traded like a 2026 20, first today for like two defensive guys and a bunch of like third round picks. And it's just like, you know, probably not yeah, the best I mean- way to. And, like, when I'm looking at, like, trading for these picks, I'm looking at the drafts we've had. And if I look at the drafts we've had, like, I can find really good defensive players in the second, third, and fourth round that end up being just fine. Like, I don't need to – I'm not trading, like, a first-round pick for very many defensive players unless they're, like, real game changers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, but I think uh been pretty interesting though, of course. It's always interesting when it comes down to the trades. Uh injuries have been crazy, crazy in in the NFL over the course of like the last two weeks, especially last week. I was almost ready for this week to be over with after uh, Saquon got hurt. So um and that you know, on my team. So but I ended up losing I think Buda Baker ended up is on IR now. Um I got one, two, three, four. I got like five guys that are hurt right now on my team. But luckily luckily I I mean luckily I don't think I don't I don't know. I gotta see how the injuries pan out over the next couple of weeks. But what about you guys? Um were you guys able to like skate, you know, skate with you know, without um any serious injuries or do you guys gotta make some moves to try to fill in some spots? I'll start with you. I'll start with you, Zay. Nah, this week I lost Nick Bowen and Jalen Petrie, two of my big defensive scorers. Offensively wise, I ha- I'm not missing anybody. I just traded for Anthony McFarland, and he, of course he goes on the IR. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> but, but not nah, for the most part. My offense has been healthy. It's just they haven't been able to put up points. That's what's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, you on mute? But uh, what about what about you, Matt? Shit, for me, I've been yeah, I've been actually pretty lucky with injuries. I I did lose, you know, Jamal Adams finally played a game and got hurt instantly. But I luckily I was able to trade him before that happened, so we're good to go. <laughs> All right, what about you, Joe? Uh, week one, I had the concussions on the defense. But other than that, it's been fine. Like nothing too, no big deal. It's been annoying, but like you know, easy pivots here and there. Yeah. Not gonna work. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, um you know, it's so being that we're a thirty two team league, we don't really have we don't really, you know, have the luxury of like guys like really like or waivers really being important, I guess for the most part. Which is actually something too I've been kinda of thinking about. I was thinking maybe um maybe hollering at y'all about seeing what y'all think about bench, being that since we have so many teams, because I think our bench is at like 18, 18 spots. I was thinking like maybe there might be too many just because we have so many teams, but but I don't know. What's y'all, what's y'all thoughts on that? What's y'all thoughts on bench, on bench and roster roster management? So I, I think I, before... Oh, go ahead. No, you good, Matt. Go. So but before I even joined Dynasty, which I'm, was newer to Dynasty only like a few years now, and I remember doing research and in a regular mm-hmm. dynasty. So dynasty leagues typically have a bigger bench than normal. So I remember just reading about like a lot of regular right. dynasties hold 10 bench and they don't have all the defensive mm-hmm. players. So maybe, maybe one less or two less, but I feel like because you have defense as well, a full defense as well, that it's probably okay. I honestly think that, we could drop down to – it's that we're at 18 right now, you said? Yeah, I think we're like 18. I think, 18. I think if we drop yeah, that's down not even, to – Yeah, that's not counting the – not counting the IR taxi, and the right? um, taxi squad either. Yeah, that's Honestly, not I, I, I think we should drop the bench to 15 and the IR to four instead of five. Because that opens mm-hmm. up four that, – that eliminates four extra players almost on each team. 
then you really mm-hmm. have to do rosh- a roster construction. You can't just stash players on your bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've kind of been thinking. What you think, Joe? Um, I was just looking at my team and the players I would drop if we were to like 15. And <laughs> it's not really um, – I was just trying to gauge like what it looked like. And so I was, and guys I came with like Justin Evans and like Chris Moore and um, maybe like mm-hmm. Tyler Huntley. But like I don't know, I was trying to think. I meant to look at your team. I don't know if you have as many like just open. I have like you know a couple open spots where I could, you know, I can maneuver out I of can, these spots. I can tell you mine. But I don't know. I like two. we can move on that, but I'm not sure. Like a lot of people are gonna drop. Like I'm looking at a lot of people's teams. Also, a lot of people are gonna drop a lot of DBs. I think a lot of DBs will be falling off. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah, looking at your team, probably be like. Emmanuel Mosley, like MJ Stewart, and maybe Isaiah McDuffie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'd be fine, like, even going to 15, but I don't think we should go any lower, like, than that. You know, no, maybe, I think like, 15 is the lowest. Maybe have some uh, more restrictions on the taxi squad. Maybe, like, put, like, a three year limit or, like, yeah, three year limit or two year limit. Mm-hmm. And that way, that'll be yeah. able to fill yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that was something I was thinking about. I was just, I was looking at the, uh, I was looking at the, at my team like the other day, and I was just counting the bench spots, and then I was going through, and I was looking at a lot of the newer teams, and I was just looking at their benches and stuff like that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, because it's some teams, it's some teams, you know, they like you said, it's like, it's I think Viking has like, has like eleven DBs or some shit, and it's yeah, like yeah. you know. We could probably, we could definitely, we could definitely like, yeah, we could definitely free up, free up some guys, you know, because like, because with so many teams, I mean, waivers aren't even really important in our league because everybody's got players fast already. So waivers don't I even, guess. we don't even, we don't even get like waiver, waiver week ads or waiver wire ads, really. Yeah, exactly. I guess I could drop Antonio Brown then and Julio Jones. <laughs> <laughs> And I have two empty bench spots as it is. <laughs> I was just looking at the uh, the waivers. And it's like it's going to be a bunch of DBs and a bunch of defensive linemen on the waivers. Yeah, well, I'd be like I said, I would just drop Antonio Brown, and I already have two empty spots. So your boy over here riding, riding high, boy. Yeah. yeah. But shoot, man. So let's uh, but let's jump into our our week two review. Our week two um, review week two games. Um, I guess since since it's since it's four of us, I guess we can all pick a game that we want to talk about from last week. So um, I started off with you, Joe. You go ahead and uh, pick a game you want to talk about from last week. Well, you know, I would pick my own, but I let that. I won't do that one. Um, I'm gonna be the guy that does this. I'm gonna pick the actual game of the week, the one we should have picked for the game of the week, because it's been the game of the week. Since they've been in the league together, since we've known them, at least me and you, Jock, for these years. That's our boy, uh, Jimmy Sweats versus J.O. Ashley, the Houston Exlings and the Bradenton Barbernegas. I mean, they scored the first and the second yeah. most points last week. And Jimmy Sweats yeah. probably won the game if um, Nick Chubb doesn't go down. Like, it's probably a W. It was early for, yeah, he definitely yeah. probably won that game if Nick Chubb doesn't go down. Man. I thought he was like a good sleeper team. 
for the uh, play- playoffs this year and to take a run. But that's a huge hit from him. And Yayo actually is just like riding the Detroit all the way. <laughs> I don't know how safe yeah, I that think, is. Uh, I recommend it. But like it's working right now. I mean, though, she got, she got, she had, she got 17 points from, from Walker. She got 31 points from Golf. And then she got another 13 from Debo. And then 11 from Terry McLaurin. And the player who I thought was going to probably show out for, um, but just because of the matchup, I thought Jamal Williams was going to have a good game. He ended up getting hurt in the first quarter. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, she um she pulled some she pulled some points she pulled some points out of out of from everywhere. So tough loss for uh, our boy Jimmy Sweat. I'm hoping he can rebound. That was like I said, that was a sleeper team for me. I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was a, yeah, that was definitely a pretty. That was a damn good game. I was I was like really I was scoreboard watching that one. Uh, what about you, Zay? What's the game that you want to talk about from last week that that was a uh, that was a good one? Mine is the um Arkansas Cavemen against the North Carolina Frog Sox because um calm guy Steve was only projected to have ninety four points, so it looked like an easy win for D Henry, but he outscored his projections by over 50 and he and won the game like his oh, defense yeah. had a bit had a huge outing from his linebackers and d-backs mm, mm, mm. i would have been pissed if i was if i was d henry and i saw that i was projected <laughs> to win by almost 40 points and i lost by two. Oh man and it wasn't like and he I mean, was under mm. projections he was over projections too I mean, look at the quarterbacks, too, for both of them. And for, like, D. Henry, imagine it's like, hey, Trevor Lawrence, like, you know, you want to throw a touchdown or anything like that this week? No? <laughs> no, just two fumbles and a fumble loss. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, Deshaun didn't have a good game either. Yeah, no, it's just like he literally just needed Trevor Lawrence to just throw one touchdown or just throw, like, a solid ball, like a 40 Oh, man, what a tough loss for D. Henry. Could be two and yeah, and, and uh, who knows? Some random wide receiver named Charlie Jones on the Bengals will score fourteen points. My dog, that's our dog, got that's, that's our guy. That's our guy. That Special guy. teams, punt return specialist. And then Sky Moore over here scored thirteen points after I traded him. <laughs> oh yeah, because he had yeah, he had a real bad week one. Then he followed it up. Yeah, point four points in week one. That's why I lost. Mm. Yeah, but that's my game of the week. That was I, oh scoring over projection and then beating somebody that was supposed to beat you by almost forty. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's a good one. I didn't even realize that the game was that close. What about you, Matt? What's the game that you want to talk about from last week? Um, so before I mention my game, I, I mean I'm sure that game brought flashbacks from Zay Week One because he was projected to win by thirty and he got his ass shalaloed. We want to talk yeah, about Week One. My game. I got uh this one. I have to pick the Pines Village. As much as I want to pick my own, I have to go with the Pines Village Gorillas versus the uh, reigning champ, I believe, right? Yeah. The Buffalo Backstabbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, that is the reigning champ. It was projected just a one point game, and it turned out to be about a 20 point gap, 22 to be exact. And uh, the Pines Village Gorillas just came through with that South Florida magic. You know, I still don't know how this guy put together this team, but 
that shit's sticking. He does have, you know, Christian McCaffrey somehow. He didn't start with him. He traded for him somehow. Yeah, and man, he, even, he even had negative .10 from uh, Alexander Madison, but still came through. Mostly yeah, on the not... back of uh, his defense. He doesn't have a single defensive player with under 10 points. And Lance Dobbins down Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor. And he, he ain't finding nothing in those running backs other than Zach Moss. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and Jonathan... he had a rough game. Rough yeah. game from Jonathan Kelly. He, I don't know how I don't know about Quentin, Quentin Johnson, at least right now. He ain't getting a snap. And like yeah. that's all he had. So. You know, hey man, sure he had ten points out of Isaiah Harden sitting, sitting on the sitting on the bench. I don't think Isaiah Harden played very much this week though, so I think Wondell Robinson like took them snap. Yeah, I did see Wondell finally back. Yeah. Well, shoot, um, well the game, the game that I was gonna pick, I was gonna pick uh. Vikram versus Gilly the Kid because I was expecting Gilly the Kid to to run away with that when he ended up losing by six. But um, but Matt, since you didn't pick your game, I'm gonna pick your game versus the Trash Pandas. You was uh, you called your shot, man. Second week in a row, you called your shot. You were saying, hey, you know, you you have been up, you have been up, and you have been ready to catch these uh Trash Pandas, and you you, you got one in the cage. You ended up beating uh. <laughs> Both of you guys beat your projections. You both beat your projections, and uh, you ended up walking away with a two-point lead, with a two-point win against the Utah Trash Pandas. Yeah, Which that one definitely had me on it. Yeah, and it's got you in first. Got you in first place right now, don't it? Yeah, got you in first place. Yeah, first so. place and the most points in the league somehow. Yeah, got me about five. And yeah. I saved up the thirty-point Russell Wilson performance. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, one more game. Well, what about the eighteen? What What about the? But hold up. What about the eighteen points that that uh, that Matt got from Josh Reynolds? Hey, I've been. Hey, that you're talking about fucking top ten receiver on the year to Josh Reynolds. Yeah, I, I guess so. Hey, I, I didn't even know. Like I said, bro, I went out and acquired receivers in the off season thinking I needed them, but. Little did I know I had Josh Reynolds there the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> what's uh what's the game you wanted to what's that game you wanted to mention, Joe? Oh, the uh Omaha Crystal Lakers and the Virginia Beach Teabaggers. Uh Drew Lefty Mantini and Nikki thirteenth to thirty six to forty two games. Drew Lefty Mantini pulled out mm. the win. No quarterback in the starting lineup. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> nice. What a performance. Let's get it. I mean, Adrian Amos, 7.5. Nice, nice, nice. Santos, 7.2. Goodness. Hell what yeah. A, what a win. Yeah, and, uh, four point, and 4.9 points from from uh, 49, 4.9 points from Will Mallory to close Ooh. it out with the guy in the flex. So. Oh, man. That's what I'm talking about. Look out. You low, low teams need to look and out. And he still got Leonard Fournette on that's and amazing. He's got Fournette on his bench. He's waiting on waiting on somebody to pick up Leonard Fournette this year. That's amazing. Waiting for somebody to sign Leonard Fournette. Y'all better get ready. This is getting real. He's coming. The Bray, the Browns might sign him. Who knows? I don't know. 
I do want to mention. Both, I can see Baltimore. The Utah Trash Pandas did have only two hundred and two score or two hundred scored out of their two forty one max. So they, you know, they could have did a little, a little more plugging and playing, and you know, took that double away from. What could have been? I just think you. I think you wanted it more, Matt. Hey, I, I'm trying I think, to tell I just really think you wanted it more, bro. I'm hungry. Yeah, just one of them. Yeah, so if you guys had to pick a surprise, your week two surprise, who would it have been? Uh, I mean, Vikram's doing a good job over there. You know, devastating his projections, two and zero. Oh. I'd have to give him a shout out, but you know he needs to chill out with his insane trade request. <laughs> Other than that, like he's killing it. Yeah, yeah. I probably say I probably say um I probably say Vikram too. He what finished second? He was like second, the second worst team in the league last year, and now he's. Technically, like a top, like a top five team now. I guess I don't know if top five, but who he went against? Who he's, he's undefeated. Had one eighty also. Like he's he's doing pretty solid also. But I mean, it's a Phantom team, so like you know, one eighty for an expansion team. Yeah. One of these oh, yeah. two is the. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah, and I. Thing too, if Gilly the Kid and Vikram probably play each other five times, Gilly the Kid probably wins four times. So, yeah, I mean, Vikram, I don't think Vikram just got lucky that week. Yeah, yeah, he might have had a, might have had a lot of a lot of luck involved with that one. Yeah, but my biggest surprise right now but, is Yayo. Um, she secretly has has a really good team. Like the amount of points she's been putting up, she's ranked fourth right now in the league, and it's two and zero. Oh. She has a, she has a team that I wouldn't want to. See. Her wide receivers. She got Debo, Amon Ra, Terry. Yeah, she got a nasty mm-hmm. collection of our uh, receivers. Joe's just not high, not high on the lines. I mean, I wasn't trying to talk shit, but I mean, her running back room is pretty shaky. And I, I don't know about starting yeah. two tight ends in the lineup, but yeah, I mean, she's getting the points though. Two and zero. Oh. Results speak. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she has anybody else that oh, no. she can even start instead of two tight ends. Yeah, I don't see anybody else worth yeah. starting. Maybe Jamal Williams when he comes back, but. Yeah. Yeah, Jamal Williams, uh, or I get. I guess maybe Adam Lazard, if he ever does anything this year, which I don't think he's going to. With Zach, with Zach Wilson at quarterback, I don't think so. Yeah. A sleeper player she has on her team. A, a sleeper, a sleeper player she has on her team that I like that I like a lot is Calvin Austin. But you know he's like one of those preseason like guys that that I was like, oh man, if I could get a hold of him, that'd be straight. But. Hey, go for him. See if she she'll trade him. No, nah, she'll flip it. She'll flip it on me. And she'll want like my firstborn son or something. So I can't do it. <laughs> can't handle these kind of negotiations. I can't do 
All right, so then, so what we what else we got next on the on the agenda on the notes? We got stardoms, week three stardoms and benchums. So Matt, who uh who you got who you got as like a must start a must start for a week three? I don't think Matt's here. Yeah, I think it's on oh, it's on that. Okay. All right, well, I'll jump to you, Zayden. Who's uh, who's your your must start for week three this week? Must start. Let me let me take a look real quick. Yeah. I have a, I, I, let me do my must bench first. Right. I would say, I know it's hard to bench a quarterback, but I'm not liking Justin Fields at all. He he does not mm-hmm. look like the yeah. running running uh quarterback that we saw last year. He looks very robotic. He looks like a statue back mm-hmm. there. My start, my stardom this week is yeah. I, I have to. I would say you have to start Mike Williams. Oh, Keenan Allen's gonna have a Keenan Allen, Quentin Johnson gonna have a lot of eyes on them throughout the game and just watch when their uh, Chargers are in the red zone. Kellen Moore loves to draw up those those that goal line fade, and Mike Williams is that guy to get up there. I think he scored the, at least two touchdowns. Okay, okay, okay. Mike Williams. I think the uh, yeah, I think the offense, the offense is so like wide open. I think like the more the most consistent one over the course of like the last two years has probably been Mike Williams. Because, you know, Keenan Allen's been fighting injuries, Quentin Johnson's new on the team. He hasn't really you know, he hasn't really been hasn't established a role within these first couple of weeks. And Mike Williams always just seems to be Mr. Dependable, you know. I think like one thing, one thing that was always kind of like that seemed to kind of have been a knock on Mike Williams, that I think actually Joe kind of told me ended up really not really being a thing was the injury thing. Because I think for whatever reason everybody just kind of assumed, myself included, that like Mike Williams is always hurt. But really, in all actuality, he's been like one of the more healthy wide receivers in the whole wide receiver room. What was it that one year with his shoulder that he kept missing games? Yeah, I think I think it was like his. Was it his first year? I think it was his first year he missed, like, majority of that season. But other than that, I think he's pretty much been playing for the most part. Yeah, last year he played 13 games. And then from 2018 to 2021, he's played at least 15. Yeah. So, you know, for whatever reason, I think we're all just kind of equating him having like that. That back injury from college is equating that like, oh, that made him not healthy, but you know, he's actually been pretty um pretty dependable. So yeah, I think Mike Williams probably a good pickup this week. Um I think a must a must start a must start player this week. Um uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Joe on the spot. I'm gonna let Joe go while I while I think of something. You go, Joe. Uh, must start. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Zay Flowers going against the Colts. I mean, he's gonna Zay, Lamar's gonna be throwing this shit all over the place against this shitty defense. It's gonna be devastation. But to go deeper, uh, Tank Dell is a guy I'd probably throw out there this week. CJ Stroud's throwing the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, seems like Tank Dell, even though, like, I don't know if he'll, he's big enough to hold up for a whole season. <laughs> he's getting the ball and he's getting started. So I, that's another dude I'd probably um, say to start. Mm-hmm. 
quick, quick sit, go ahead and sit them would be uh, I was debating over Alexander Madison and Rashad White, and I'm gonna go with Rashad White. Like, we don't play Rashad White against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zay Flowers might actually go for 200 yards this game. He's going against the Colts. Yeah, see, I'm thinking I'm thinking for my start on I'm, I'm gonna actually kinda go outside the box. I'm gonna say uh I'm a, my pick is gonna be on the Ravens, but I'm gonna say start Gus Edwards if you got him. I think um against the against the Colts. I think uh I think Baltimore's gonna be in the red zone a lot. And I think Gus Edwards could walk away with like two touchdowns, maybe like seventy yards, two touchdowns, and probably end up giving you like sixteen, seventeen points. If you got him, so I think I said would be a good play this week as a stardom, and uh, and a bench him. I'm actually go Kenneth Gainwell. I think uh, I think DeAndre Swift is gonna probably end up taking taking control of this uh, that backfield. I think against Tampa Bay, I think it might be a pretty good team for him to do it against. Okay. So that's my three. That's my my two picks. All right. So um, week three previews. Week three previews. So guys. So um, we got a couple of games. We got a couple of pretty good games coming up this week. Of course, we got you know me and Zay. We got we got a we got a battle that's gonna be going on. Uh, also, Ashley, she's she's putting up her undefeated streak against uh, the Trap Gods. Um. Hmm. She's two and zero. He's one and one. Yeah, tough game, right? No, I don't know. I think Ashley's gonna probably probably jump to three and zero because she's already up twenty eight, twenty eight to nine right now off of one game. And nineteen of those points were from Debo Samuel. Like off, already starting off pretty good on offense, and George Kittle gave her nine points. So that's starting off pretty good for her on that end. Uh, we also got Gilly the Kid and Oregon, Oregon State Venom versus uh, the LSU Glory Boys from Tate GBE. That game is pretty tight right now, 12.8 to 13 points. Um, looks like City Girl's going to gonna break her win the streak and end up winning too, unless something drastic happens. She's playing the, the Seattle Young Bucks, and she's up 18.5 to 2.4 right now. Um we got Jimmy Swiss versus the in the, the Bradenton Barbanegras versus the Arkansas Cavemen. We got the Maryland Blue Crabs versus the Trash Pandas. We got Lance Dobbins versus Blazing Saddle, the backstabber <laughs> and the Tiger Sharks. Uh, is that gonna be is, is that gonna be the is, is that gonna be the game of the week, Joe? Um, I mean, probably gonna be like the blowout of the week. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. I don't see that as the game of the week okay. at all because I, yeah. I think Joe got I think Joe got that unlock. Me and Lance Dobbins were cool and he was like kind of semi talking shit after I was like, go Lance Dobbins. But I don't know how I'm feeling about Lance Dobbins right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. No, if you go down if you go down a little bit and look at the uh Vikram versus Little Chucky game, that's a good two and zero matchup right there of two surprising teams. The first and okay, second yeah. over- yeah, the seven. Uh, yeah, the seven. The seven squad versus the six squad. What is that? The um, didn't they have the controversy last year when they played each other? 
Yep, that's when uh, Verkum purposely yep. sat everybody. Mm. Still didn't get first. Yep, that's okay, what he okay. tried to so, take. Yeah, so it looks like. Yeah. I mean, it's another that um, Matt. Yeah, so, yeah, it looks like. There's uh, one right there where it's looking like one's going to be defeated, and <laughs> one will still be undefeated afterwards. Who is Matt playing this week? Uh, it's Pine Village. Oh, Pine. Yep. Oh, Pine Village Gorillas. And it's already not looking good. CNC put up 17. Couple teams oh, probably yeah. move. You know, our, our odd future probably going to move 3 0. We'll see about our Albuquerque Crystals over here. They can pull on 3 0. Before they start taking some L's. Joe, you know what I yeah, can't wait for? I can't yeah, wait for week 11 when Pinesville Gorillas go to uh, Tallahassee Tiger Sharks. So Joe versus Ben Jarvis, that's a good game right there. That's week 11. Yeah. That's down the line. Come down to Tallahassee. There's some people over there. Get them fucked up. Go <laughs> 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 for the game. <laughs> Yeah, man, week eleven, man, that that game they'll probably have like they'll probably have some real big uh implications on like playoff seeding too. Yeah, I got him week eleven and thirteen, and I'm pretty sure thirteen's probably the uh, one of the tougher weeks for me. I'm pretty sure that's my Lamar Jackson's out that week. I'm pretty sure, yeah, I got Lamar out that week. Week eleven's tough, also. I got Bijan and Ramondre out, Justin Jefferson and uh, Lamar out thirteen, and Mark oh. Andrews out. Yeah, uh, both my linebackers will be out 13, Diablo and Kyle Hamilton. Like, it's going to be a tough, uh, tough, tough one for me. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> a tough one. But yeah, and they got Tremaine. You got all, all your linebackers tough. are out. Yeah, I'll be maneuvering around. Have Good thing, uh, Peach, like, I think he's a, is he the top scoring defensive player or he's one of the top ones. So, good thing I can move him to linebacker and not have any problems there. Yeah, second. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot of good games this week. Yeah. yeah so, what's uh, so what are some games you guys uh, – if you had to pick a – if we had to pick a, a, week, a game of the week, which uh, what y'all want to settle on for game of the week? My vote's for Lil Chucky and Vikram. Just because uh, of the last year controversy. Yeah. I'm probably going to pick that one, too. I don't really have a second. The rest of them, I think, kind of know who's going to win the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to ride with y'all. We're going to have two. We'll go on Ohio State versus San Diego, a little Chucky versus Viking. We'll go with that one for the game of the yeah. week. It's gonna be a tough one. I mean, Daniel. I mean, it's not like you know, he already had Daniel Jones, but it's not like Des- Desmond Ritter. It's like, oh no, Desmond Ritter's gonna light me up. Like, you know, so he got really worried about that. Yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah. I, I would have. I it wouldn't have been that close if Bryce Young wasn't hurt. Because Bryce Young's hurt right now. That's yeah. why Desmond Ritter started. Yeah, so he ain't got to really worry about anything. Yeah. 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 
So, yeah, so then that's going to be our game of the week. Uh, Viking versus Little Chucky, Ohio State, Legion of Ducks versus San Diego Mermaids. So, um, Who's your guys lock for week game. three? Who's your guys lock for week three? Like, that winner. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, Favorite somebody I thought would probably just take. I mean, if history was going to tell me something, it would be that somehow a trap would fuck something up and he's going to lose and uh, the X Wings is going to take that home. If mm-hmm. we're looking at those kind of games, that's probably what I'm going to go with. Yeah, I think Ashley's going to, uh, Yale Ashley, the X Wings going to take that one home. Yeah, I think Yale's going to start off 3 0. That's a, she's, her team is, like I said, yeah. underrated. Yeah. But yeah, my definitely. lock. Well, yeah, I think. What are you saying, Jeff? Oh yeah, no, yeah, I think she's going to start off three and two on that one. Yeah, I mean, if I had to say, um, Matt's obviously he's looking at a tough deficit. He's like going to get three and zero. One of Vikram and Little Chucky is going to not be three and zero, and I assume one of the lower teams obviously will be not three. So we're gonna have some non-undefeated teams. Oh yeah, sure. it's gonna be good this week. Since Matt's not here, my, my lock is Ben Jarvis. Let him figure that out when he listens to the podcast, if he listens to it. <laughs> but my lock is Ben Jarvis this week. Move me up the first place is kind of stuff I'd like to hear. Yeah, I don't see you losing at all uh, this week, Joe. Lance Dobbin has two – like, his team is devastated with injuries this year. Yeah. And Josh yeah. Allen does not look like the superstar quarterback that we saw last year and the year before. He's got to trade me Jonathan Taylor. I think that's the key to fixing all this stuff. Too many, you know, he's a problem in the locker room. No, he's acting like the real Indianapolis Colts right now. He wants your star player back. You want Jonathan Taylor? He wants B. John Robinson and a first-round pick and Justin Jefferson. Got some things I can do for you. What about you, Doc? Who's your lock? God, that is so that's so funny, bro. All I gotta do is trade JT to fix the Honjo. That's all I gotta do. Yes, I got a couple guys. That's funny. I can slide his way. He can plug in after this week. We're gonna chill out this week. But after this week, make him whole. Bro, that's funny. Uh, I'm gonna go my lock. I'm a uh, my lock is gonna be uh I'm gonna go Gilly the Kid, Oregon State Venom. He's down right now. He's uh down in projections, but I got him beating uh LSU Glory Boys. Oh really? That's gonna be my lock in pick. Yeah, that's gonna be my lock. He gonna he gonna bounce back from the from the um the loss last week and catch him a dub this week to bring him back up to two and one. Yeah, he had a lot going on last week. You know, some travel issues. You won't get you right this yeah. week. Yeah, looks like. I mean, it seems like Aaron Jones is gonna. Seems like Aaron Jones is gonna play this week. I mean, after I'm not, not pra- uh, after not playing last week. You know, so. uh, with the uh, what is it, the LSU Glory Boys? I'm not as big on Jerome Ford as a. Uh, most people are, you know, he had that one big run, but outside of that, I think it was like two point something yards per carry the rest of the game. Um, mm-hmm. Big on Traylon Burke. Yeah, I'd probably pick Gilly the kid to take this one home. 
See, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. going to pick Gilly the Kid because he won't trade me Deuce Vaughn. I mean, I You're seen him trade me there, Deuce yeah. Vaughn since Deuce Vaughn got drafted to the Cowboys. Dude, what's the likelihood y'all think uh, Anthony Richardson is gonna finish? Is gonna is gonna actually finish this game? This is game this week. Oh, he's out. No, they said he's not starting. Yeah, they said he's not starting this week. Oh, he's out. Yeah, yeah. He's with concussion. Jeez, jeez, boy. Yeah, they, yeah he, uh, left, he, didn't, uh, he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't practice he, today. He didn't finish the game. He didn't. Okay, yes, yeah, so he didn't finish week one. He didn't finish week two. He left out early, so yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, with the ankle. Oh, yeah, that definitely right? makes uh, takes it. Yeah, I was just looking at Michael Pittman because I know Michael Pittman had been had been playing pretty good like the last two weeks. I thought, well, he didn't play good last week, but week one he had a real good game. Ninety-seven yards and touchdown. So, Jock, I know you have Puka, but how do you guys feel about him? Do you guys think he's going to be the next big fantasy mm-hmm. thing or no? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh no, bro. I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like, I kind of I think he's in a really good spot because of the fact that all the other wide receivers aren't performing, and that Cooper Cup is out. I think I think he's just slid into the Cooper Cup role for the most part. And uh, I mean, and it's only it's only got to be good for his confidence going forward. So I mean, he he could end up being like Robert Woods or somebody in that offense. I mean, I I don't see I don't see why when Cooper Cup comes back, why he won't. Still be slotted on that field, like as the at least the number two wide receiver. So, um, yeah. I mean, I've always uh, and I've as long him. as Matthew Stafford stays healthy too, Stafford got to stay healthy. I, I had told Jack before the draft, like I was all in on Puka. I thought he was gonna be good. And yeah, when Cup comes back, I mean, he's he'll slide into like the Robert Woods role. Like he'll be just fine. He'll be saying he's like he's all pro. He's legit. What college did Puka go to? It was a uh, BYU, wasn't it? Him and Jaren. Yeah, okay, yeah, that sound, that, yeah, that sound about right, BYU. Yeah, pretty sure it was BYU and Jaren Hall. Jaren Hall sucks, and he got drafted based on, like, some of the shit Puka was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, shoot, Puka's, like, leading the league in receiving, receiving yards right now, isn't he? I think so. I think or t- um, Tyreek might be. Here, I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, I think Jefferson be actually fairly Yeah, I, I wanted to ask least... because that's the big talk around fantasy right now is if Puka's legit. Yeah, I think he's legit. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What did I give up? What did I give up for him? I don't think I gave up shit to get him. Curtis Samuel. You gave up Curtis Samuel. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. I'll make that. Yeah. I'll make that trade again. Yeah, Puka. I'm trying to try, Jock. I'm trying to trade for him. You should. Yeah, I need him to play this week, man. That's what I need him to do. We taking it a week at a time, and I need him to play this week. Because if he don't play, play, that's play gonna put week. me in a real. It's gonna put me in a real iffy situation. I'm gonna have to play Devontae Adams, and I ain't really, I ain't really liking what I'm seeing out of Devontae Adams right now. Why? What, do you think it's Tay that's the problem, or do you think it's um Jimmy G? Yeah, it's 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 Jimmy G. It's Jimmy G, and it's that offense. That offense is bad. That head coach is bad. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah it's that it's that offense, and it's Jimmy G. That's what's uh Justin Jefferson leads the league right now in receiving. 
okay. Yeah, it's Justin Jefferson with 309, and then Puka's Puka with 266. Yeah, phone. Puka second. Puka second. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's definitely like that's definitely like some all all pro stuff right there. We keep it up. We keep it up. Kids gonna be going to the Pro Bowl. Oh yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, we gotta we gotta get through these injuries though. We gotta get through these injuries this week, day, and then you know, then we can revisit we can revisit all of that talk next week. I got you. I'll be I'm hitting you up Monday so, at right right, right so when, the ball, right when the ball's over. So what you trying to do? So what you trying to do? You gonna try to? You still trying to trying to compete? Are you trying to? You trying to rebuild? What you trying to do? I'm I'm honestly not sure. I'm I'm trying to see how this week's game. If I beat you, Josh, I think I think I'm gonna just try to hold on. But I think if I go zero and three, I was looking at the rest. Mm-hmm. Of, I'll tell I'll tell you the rest of my schedule right now. This is not looking good. If I lose against you, then next week I have Trust Russ, and then I have Ver- uh Vikram. Then I'm I see Joe. Then Ben, I see Joe, Ben Jarvis, and City Girl all in three weeks, and mm. then I got, and then I got the Pizza Rats and Bullies, which those are two dubs, and then I got Lance Dobbins, which Jonathan Taylor might be back by week eleven, so that could be an L right there, and then I have Pizza Rat, Pizza Rats again, which that's another dub. Lance Dobbins, I think I split with Lance Dobbins, and then I beat the Bullies, so I probably leave with six or seven wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think six or seven wins. Honestly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven to eight wins. So, if I win this week, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think I'm just gonna rebuild. But it's not looking good already. So I lost my linebacker and my safety. So mm-hmm. I might end up rebuilding after this. I'm just happy I made my quarterback trade. And I got rid of Fields and I got Jordan Love. I'm really high on love. Yeah, yeah, love. Yeah, love's been playing pretty, pretty good. I was surprised you got him. Oh yeah, bro. The trade I got too was ridiculous. I got Jordan Love, mm-hmm. Romeo Dobbs, and three second round picks, and I traded. I traded Chris Godwin and Justin Fields. Yeah. So I felt like yeah, I but it was probably, trade. but it was probably. Yeah, but it was probably banking on Justin Fields being like last year, but Justin Fields looking it's looking real funny for him this year, so Yeah, hold on. I wanna I'll tell you yeah, because he was I texted him literally I think ten minutes before game time. Yeah, I texted him mm-hmm. right before game time. And then he said he wants to work something out for Fields. And I, I, I convinced him because I said Fields gives you passing and running points. Mm-hmm. And then he said he agreed, so yeah, he was he was down as long as he got Chris Godwin. Now they take him. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, I feel yeah, like I was never really high. I was never really high. I don't know. I was never really high on Chris Godwin. That uh, Baker Mayfield kind of threw out, kind of, kind of had that shit looking real funny for me with Chris Godwin. Yeah, I never was a really big boys fan of Chris been, Godwin. But, but, but them boys been playing pretty decent though this year with Baker Mayfield though their quarterback. So this it ain't all, hey. it ain't all that bad. It ain't all Baker Mayfield's gonna lead them to a division title. Nah, 
You don't think so? Nah. Nah, I don't think so. I'm still – I, I, Oh, I just need Derek Carr to get his shit together. I need Derek Carr to get his shit together. Derek Carr get his shit together. The Saints should have that division wrapped up. What's going on with all? I feel like I haven't heard a lot from Olave. Joe, break it down to him. Break it down to him, Joe. See, the first half, we got this Michael Thomas problem where he's getting like nine targets in the first half. And then the second half, they're like, oh, shit, we got Chris Olave. And then it's too late. <laughs> yeah, he's been doing He just ain't getting touched on. Yeah, because I see he has 112 yards the first game and then 86 the next game. Yeah, all the second half. He's like, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah like locking in on Michael Thomas' right. first half. Yeah, like, we have 40 yards and like six catches. Hey, we got Chris Olave on the other side. Those six catches will be like 85 at least. Uh, Jock, I want that boy, George Pickens. Man, I was a, I was surprised uh, Ben Jarvis put him up. I was surprised Ben Jarvis put him up, man. He won that trade by a mile, too. George Pickens, a first and a second for Kirk and Hyatt. And Hyatt hasn't done shit. Uh, and crazy thing is, I, I was like real high on high too. I think uh, when I was talking to Joe about it, I was like, man, I don't really want to give up high, but I really like Pickens. Then I was like, man, I fuck that. But really too, I thought Kirk was gonna be the uh, was gonna be like the X factor because he had because just because um, you know, being on Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence having a really good year like how he had last year, I just thought the offense yeah, was gonna maybe but... take the next step up. But that boy Ridley took all his targets. That's what's wrong. Maybe they, uh, that's probably what it is. That's probably exactly what that's it is. That's why I got rid of Kurt at the end of last year. I I, I had Kurt last year. I still think Kurt's going to yeah. He had a good game last week. I think he'll be fine. Trevor Lawrence will have a good, like, 4,500 yards, and they got to go somewhere. It ain't going to Evan Ingram and Zay Jones. No. it's um, The chunk of the targets are going to Ridley and then to spread out through everybody else. So. I mean, you do have, like, at max. 1,400 Ridley, then you still got 3,000 to go. And you have like 500 for Ingram, you still got 2,500. I think Kirk's a solid 1,000. You only need 60 yards a game to be a 1,000-yard receiver. It's not that hard. True, true. So what do you guys want to uh, do? Who's your, who's your Super Bowl favorite for this year? And don't do favorite teams, just in general. Mm. 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 Oh, oh no. Oh. Mine right now is gonna be. Hold on. I want before I say anything, I just don't want to sound crazy. Mm. I, I want to pull up my standings real quick. Mine's uh Baltimore versus. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm, I just don't see anybody beating the Eagles. So. <sighs> I don't know. I got I'm saying my boy Baltimore. Who? I got I think Baltimore. I think they pull it. I think they pull it off this year. Who do you think they beat in the Super Bowl? The Eagles. Mine, oh, mine this year. I think San Fran actually wins it this year, and I think they beat Miami. We get like a, not, we get like a. I'm not high on Brock Purdy, so. 
it's not a big and like you got a whole receiving core like full of soft tissue injury history. So that's true. And it, so. I'm just not as high. Their defense legit as fuck. Christian Stafford is awesome. I'm just not high on the quarterback in the injury history. That's surprising. I like Brock Purdy. I'm a I'm a big Brock Purdy Man, guy. I like their defense. San Francisco defense so nasty. See, I feel like they got to get them a Super Bowl with that team, with that defense together. They got to get one. They got to get at least one. I would love to see the Cowboys do something with their defense. Yeah, pretty a seventeen. There you go. I mean, you got pretty what seventeenth ranked quarterback? Yeah. No, that's a little low. I think he's just average quarterback. He's like a – I think his career – he's like a – if Ryan Tannehill went to a solid team to start his career, like this is probably what mm. we're looking at. Well, like if, okay, so right. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill went, went – like if Ryan Tannehill went to like what, like the, the Eagles or something over instead of like going to the Dolphins or some shit. If he would have went to like, I don't know who was good at that time. I think the uh, like Rex Ryan and were good. He would have went to like the Jets then, and it wasn't Mark Sanchez, and it was like Rex and Ryan Tannehill, someone who could complete a pass. And I'm like, oh shit, Ryan Tannehill, this defense. Look at this. All right, so look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a quarterback, and then you guys are gonna tell me if you would choose Dumb or Brock Purdy. So we see where he really ranks. Okay. All right. Uh, Tua. All right. You guys yeah, take Tua or Tua? Tua? I'm going to yeah. take Tua, yeah. Zach Wilson? That is last. Bro, yeah, bro, bro, Purdy. All right. Uh, Josh Allen? That's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen. Uh, Mac Jones? I, I got Mac. I got oh, him wow. I'll take Brock Purdy over Mac Jones. I'm taking Brock Purdy over Mac. I got Mac. I think Mac's just oh, – he's pretty good. I, love, I like Mac a lot. Uh, Lamar, obviously Lamar. Kenny Pickett? Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, I'll take Brock Purdy over Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah I got second list. What about Deshaun or Kenny Pickett? And um, we're talking about recent Deshaun, not Houston Deshaun. <clears throat> or Kenny Pickett or Deshaun? No, no, Deshaun or uh, Brock yeah, I'll take. Uh, I'll take – Purdy. I'll take yeah, I'll take Brock Purdy over Deshaun Watson. No. Because the turn it just be turnovers. Like if Deshaun didn't turn the ball over as much as he did, I'd take Deshaun. Yeah. Um Anthony Richardson or Brock Purdy. Um, if I was the 49ers, uh, like, I think Brock, Brock like a Brock Purdy. I think Anthony Richardson would be the guy I'd rather have right now if I was the yeah, I'm high on Anthony Richardson. Ryan Tannehill or Brock Purdy? No, Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Purdy now. Ryan Tannehill like two years ago in the Tannehill. <laughs> CJ Stroud or Brock Purdy? Stroud. Oh. No, I'm taking Purdy. Oh. I don't like. I don't. I'm not, I'm not a big Stroud guy right now. That's a pretty easy one for me, honestly. Yeah, I'm gonna go Brock um, Purdy still. Just because, like, he has a bad receiving core and he's still, like, like, I'm, they're not an awesome team, but he's still, like, producing and doing real shit with, like, shit receivers. True. Um, Jimmy G or Brock? Brock. Jimmy. Russell, uh, Russell Wilson or Brock? 
Sam Howell. Brock. How? Bro. You're taking Howell over Brock? Yeah. Howell's That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Daniel Howell. Jones or Brock? Uh, Party. Brock. If you Bro. think about it, this is everybody's going to call me crazy. I think they're the same quarterback. Brock Purdy just got more confidence. They're literally the same quarterback. I think Daniel Jones is just complete trash. He's, Daniel Jones just has no confidence. I've never been a big Daniel Jones guy since college. Yeah. Justin Fields or uh, Purdy? I think I'm taking Purdy. Purdy. That's what I'm saying. I think, Purdy. I think Purdy's top 15. I got Purdy at nineteen. Like if I the split point for Purdy with me, like he's people he's right around. It's like I think he's as good as like Derek Carr is now or Baker Mayfield is right now. Like he's just as good as they are. Mm, I think he's better than them. I think you if you put Brock Purdy, if you put Brock Purdy on the Falcons right now, Falcons are instantly Super Bowl contenders. <clears throat> I don't know about that. that. Literally, the Falcons are a quarterback away. Uh, nah, I'd pass on that one. That's <laughs> below average wide receiver core. Below average wide receiver core is, I mean, Drake London's okay, but like, what well, he has potential, that doesn't do nothing for me. Kyle Pitts is Kyle like, Pitts. he's proven that he ha- can't open, untap his potential. So it's just like, okay. Because what quarterback is going to throw to him? I mean, at some point, the talent comes out. <laughs> right? Nah, nah, this is crazy because I, my boy Pitts is not about to get shit on because he has no quarterback. I mean, he's still, he's still top 10 tight ends. I mean, tight ends are weak position. Like, I mean, top, top 10. 10. Being, I, could be, I could go right now and be in the NFL and be a top 10 tight end. That's the fucking the, the trash. I mean, he's still, he's still he's I think, not what I thought he was. I think Kyle Pitts is out of position. I think Kyle Pitts is out of position. I think that's why he's been having such a hard time this, last, this year and did last year. I just think he's out of position. They got to play in tight end based off his height, but really he's a wide receiver. He's legit a wide They got to play him in the slot. They got to put him in the slot. Quick slants and let him go into open space. Yeah, yeah he's solid. Yeah. But I just, what they're trying to do is they're trying to – but they, yeah, but they're trying to – they're trying to, like, treat him as, like, an H-back, and he, 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 and he can't take on those blocks. He's not He's not a blocking – No. He's not going to – he's not going to lay – yeah, he ain't going to lay it out on the line for no quarterback, so. Yeah, God, at least tight end, so – Yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure, guys, I'm going to go ahead and y'all, – y'all got anything y'all want to add to the pod before I, before I uh, log us out of this one, sign us off on this one? If y'all see me lose to Jock this week, just shoot me all the trade offers you want because I, I'm stellin'. CD Lamb and Gibbs, everybody else can go. You hear that, Joe? He he he's he's starting a fire sale. If 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 he go if it goes down here this week it's a fire sale. I don't know if I'm meeting any prices. I'm just, I'm good. I'm riding out. I got a championship team. Hey Jack, I got you. I know you need I know you need some help over there. Yeah, man. You know, I'm always looking. I'm always looking. Uh, um, you know, to better, to better the war turtles. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. But I right, mean, yeah, today 
Tonight was a good one. Hopefully, uh, with next week, we'll make sure uh, we'll make sure Matt's phone's charged up and so he can stay on for a full part. But um, this was a good one, though. Yes, sir. So here from Sohova. Yep. So everybody, hope you guys enjoyed this one, and uh, we'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Hopefully, I'm, I well, should be back next week too. There you go. We back. Yeah. I appreciate. Yep. <laughs>